Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where although cooking is my favorite skill in the game, that doesn't mean I'm a good cook. I'm Michael. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to be here, man. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. This is Carter, for everyone who is unaware. Um, if, the, if you're new around here, we are an old school RuneScape podcast. We'll focus on stuff happening in the game, talk about the news, talk about whatever's happening in our lives. Sure to get off on tangents. Normally, I have my co-host Oxy with me, but he is out visiting family for the weekend. So I have a lovely guest host with us today. His name is Carter, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, my name is Carter. Um, I actually recently changed my name in-game. I know you shouted me out recently as a bunch of spaces in between, you know? Yeah. That's, that's why yeah. I changed it, because it's so hard for people to like, oh, really? understand or like look me up, you know? Especially gotcha. as a leader of a clan and even just being the having the podcast. So I changed right. my name to It Is Carter. <laughs> oh, nice. So just to let you guys know, that's my name now. It Is Carter. <laughs> it was always so hard to get people to uh, get into my POH, you know, and they wanted to use some things in my in my house and game. Got to simplify I always it. had to be like, okay, it's C-A space R space T space E-R. <laughs> and oh, just always I mess see. it up. So, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, my name is Carter. I do a, a podcast called Lumbridge Lounge. Shout out, Lumbridge. I see you're wearing the same shirt. <laughs> yep, got the matching shirts today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not our merch. It's whatever. But yeah, we have a podcast called Lumbridge Lounge. And I uh, am the co-host there with the Baron72. He's uh, a co-host there as well. So quick shout out to him real quick. And yeah, it's it's been great. And uh, thank you again for having me here on the podcast on XP Waste. Big fan. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I texted him like less than a week ago and I was like, Hey man, do you want to be on the show? He's like, yeah. So <laughs> thank you for coming on kind of short notice. It's like a week is not super short notice, but, uh, oh, no. yeah. Thank you so much for being on. So, um, if, if somebody only really listens to maybe X2 Ace and they've never heard of Lumberge Lounge, yeah. um, give us your, give us your elevator mm. pitch. What is, uh, what can people expect there? So Lumbridge Lounge is a podcast. Um, we also have a YouTube channel where we just have video guides. It's like completely unrelated to the podcast, really. I mean, in a sense, we do guides on things that I, like, you know, I'm currently doing at the time. So I feel like kind of it makes me want to make a guide on it. But uh, mm -hmm. Lumbridge Lounge basically is just me and the Baron72 talking to one another. We've had a few guests so far, um, planning on, on having more. and. Really, we just cover things that we're doing in-game, things that we are wanting to do, like as goals. And really, we aren't. We always kind of mention during the podcast that we don't want to really be the type of podcast that talks about the, the news. I know right. a lot of other podcasts, they really cover like every line of, of the JMod blogs. And so, right. I don't know. It's nice to talk about it because sometimes there's really like exciting things to, to uh, discuss about what's happening in-game. But there's a lot of times where we're like, yeah, go listen to like XP Waste or the Wilderness Podcast or, you know, there's plenty <laughs> of other guys that are going to want to really dissect this. And it's kind of funny yeah. because when you asked me to be a guest um, for you on the XP Waste, you wanted to talk about forestry. And right. that day you asked me, um, we posted a, an episode and it was around, you know, the time forestry was being talked about. And uh -huh. in that episode, we're just like, do you care about forestry, man? He's like, no, I don't. Do you? No. Okay, <laughs> let's just skip it then. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, if you're so if you funny. come and listen to Lumberge Lounge and you don't read the news about you know game updates, do not rely on Lumberge Lounge as your sole <laughs> news podcast. So that's funny. But that's we did kind of talk a little bit about it. But so yeah. when you asked me, I was like, okay, I better like actually look up about oh. what this is. <laughs> anyway, you know, we, might, we might not even talk about it today. You right. don't know, right? We don't know. <laughs> Other than that, we we have a question, you know that we have our Discord members answer, and it's just pretty straightforward. Um, I know you guys always mention you go on tangents. Um, I wouldn't say we go on tangents very often, but uh, it mm-hmm. happens, you know, like every podcast, I'm sure. Right. But yeah, it's it's uh, nothing real, like, unique, I'd say. Like, we don't have a real niche, but it is a lot of fun, and uh, it's something we really love to do. And the Baron, he's your cousin, right? Yeah, he's my cousin. He lives, like, 15 minutes away. So That's awesome. sometimes it's funny when people in our <clears throat> clan and discord don't really know that. And we're yeah. just talking in the chat. It's like, oh yeah, like I saw you drive by today. I waved. <laughs> They're like, <"What?"> <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. Is there, cause you guys, you guys record separately, right? You both at your own house. Yeah. Is there ever, is like, is there a plan in works for you guys to record at the same place? That's a really good idea. And we've talked about it. Um, what actually happened is we had a podcast before Lumbridge Lounge called Co-op Cast. <laughs> so shout out to the Co-op Cast. We had it with the third cousin of ours. So there's three of us. Oh. And I did have this old mic where I put it in this this room here that I'm in. And sometimes uh-huh. we would all sit in the room and just talk on that one mic. And it, oh, the gosh. audio was just horrendous. And ever since then, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And uh, yeah. if I'm going to do that, I'm going to like figure out how to do it correctly. But that would be really fun, yes. and it would it would yes. honestly make it way more pleasant. Hardly anybody has that opportunity to be face to face with their co host so yeah, that would be really good. So it's a different type of conversation, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, Oxy and I, for the first year and a half of doing this podcast, I mean, in our entire friendship, we right. had not met yeah. uh, until November of last year. Right, I remember we that. We did an episode. <laughs> yeah, we did an episode right here in my office. That's awesome. And it was a completely different dynamic, I think. Yeah. Um, it's it it does take. I feel like it would take a lot of configuration to figure out the microphone situation. Yeah. Because him and I, we spent like two hours trying to figure out how to not hear each other. Like, because he talks loud. Actually, I love you, but you are a loud <laughs> talker. And his him talking was coming up in my microphone. Yeah. But me talking, I was not coming up in his microphone. Oh, so I'm man. pretty soft-spoken. Uh, I talk very close to my microphone, whereas Ox is way back here, yeah. and he sounds fine. Yeah. It's, for anybody watch who watches the podcast, you guys know that. But it's a different dynamic. Um, I envy the fact that, not just you, because like, right. you guys have a cool situation, but like, I envy any podcaster duo that can do it in person. Because mm-hmm. I wish that Oxy live down the street even if he was like an hour away yeah i would drive an hour yeah. to like a meeting location to do the podcast every yeah. because i think it's a lot different and not to say that the show can't be great if you're uh not in the same place mm-hmm. but i think it takes it to a whole new level yeah some of those episodes that we were all together i think there was one where there was like four or five people and that was just way too many people for one microphone it was bad yeah but it was honestly yeah. some of the funnest episodes we've made and right. we really made that uh, podcast for us anyways. It's not like we were trying to really get out there. But that's kind of where Lumberge Lounge started is where me and the Baron were just like, 
let's just make a dedicated podcast about one thing and what could we do? Well, we both right, love RuneScape guys, right now. Right, you guys <laughs> let's do RuneScape. RuneScape. <laughs> and it's awesome. worked out pretty well. It's been awesome. A lot of fun. And I'm learning a lot just about computer stuff and audio and quality. You know, just before we recorded this, a little breaking the fourth wall, lots of uh, things we're trying to get set up. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm having a lot of uh, problems on my end with, with my computer for some reason. But I love this stuff. I love, I love figuring things out like that. <laughs> If you guys are actually hearing this, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's a miracle. It's a couple points shy of a miracle that this episode has happened. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. With all the issues, like I'm having issues on my end. Carter's having issues on his end. <laughs> the tech gods are not on our side, but we are going to defy the gods today, as they say. Yes, sir. And we're still recording. So <laughs> Yes, it's been good so far. <laughs> it's been good so far. You mentioned earlier, um, don't come to the Lumberjones for the news. Yeah. I would even say don't come to XUAs for the news. <laughs> I can't remember the last time Oxy and I covered a blog. Mm. The only time that we actually do is if there's like nothing else. Right. Nothing else is going on. And it's right. like, in, actual, it, it, in reality, when we do, it's because we're actually uh, passionate about it. Yeah. I think the last time we talked about stuff was when the Winter Summit was happening mm-hmm. and we we're like super involved and super engaged in that content that they were announcing which is great yeah. but if if you're not doing it like if, you, if you're doing it just to do it it can get uh yeah. people can tell like you're yeah. not very enthusiastic about it you're just reading it to read it so yeah yeah that's kind of what we do with the poll blogs we're like okay poll 78 there's probably three or four things that are fun to talk about here the rest you guys can just read it on, on your own time <laughs> yes because yeah. like a lot of things it's not really that interesting. It's just like, oh, here's some fixes here and there. But uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other fun things to talk about. Right. I always tell people, if you want to read it, we have it linked in the description. Right. So <laughs> yeah. it's, I've made it simple for you to find it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to type in all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Just go to the description, click the link. It's there for you if you want to read it. Yeah. And one thing that I've really liked um, that the JMods have been doing, I don't know if they're still doing it, but I know a couple months ago, every update they would have like a RuneScape influencer or whatever would make a video on their channel. It's like a five minute video and then it would just have an overview of everything. It was really nice. I don't remember seeing one of those videos recently. (laughs) It's been a minute, hasn't it? I think so. Did you find those to be like informative enough to where you wouldn't have to go and read the whole thing? I think so. And they, they made it all just, they break it down really well, I think. And, uh, cause there's just so many numbers that I just don't care about. (laughs) Like, the, the biggest thing is when there's like weapons that are coming out or gear and they're talking about all the stats for the gear and, and things like that. I just know that it's going to change next time. The blog's going to change. I'm not the person that cares enough to make a stand to right. try to get everyone to change the devs' minds about this particular weapon or something. Because I just know that the next blog, they're going to say, okay, we made these changes and now this is what it is. So yeah, sometimes yeah. I... I uh, me and the Baron just decide to wait to talk about something until it's kind of been fleshed out and it's kind of been finalized. So that way it's not just something we bring up every single episode. Right. Cause at the end of the day, if, if what you I think about it like this, if, cause we both do podcasts, if we say something, but then the next day it gets retconned, mm-hmm. like what we have said is pretty much set in stone. Like there's no way for us to go back and edit it. Yeah. So sometimes it is good to just wait. Yeah. 
until it's really like this is the final word to have an opinion or to to inform people right because my biggest fear is like and it happens all the time so it's it's unfortunate but we <laughs> we put out an episode and then the very next day or like that week they nullify or they change mm-hmm. or they they buff or they nerf something happens yeah. to where what we just talked about is kind of it's wrong yeah <laughs> and it sucks <laughs> That's that's the hard part about being like a news centered podcast is like we would probably have to change when we record and when we put out the podcast if we were going to try and follow the news. Yeah. What would have to happen is the blog comes out on Wednesday. We would probably have to record on Wednesday. Yeah. And then hope that nothing changes the next couple of days or maybe record on a Friday. It's just it's like it just makes problems. That aren't yeah. worth, that aren't worth yeah. dealing with. <laughs> yeah, and you guys have a really cool uh, thing you do with your podcast where you like you focused you focus a big part of it on a discussion topic. Like I mm-hmm. love the one you guys did recently where you talked about just gear that's just overrated. You overrated, know? yeah. And yeah. because of that, my co-host Baron seventy two he sold his Pegasians, he sold some other things, <laughs> and bought a Sang staff. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like. They are like 35 mil for those boots and they're not really doing anything. So like, yeah, go right. for it, you know? <laughs> right. He's probably getting way more use out of a saying yep. than he did out of the Pegasians. Yeah. And you could just have blessed the high boots. Right. So things like that's really cool love where it, like you guys can love it. have a topic and you talk under that topic. We haven't <laughs> really done that before. And it's surprising that we can go for like an hour and a half without really focusing on one point of discussion. And yeah. so it's cool how you guys do that. And, you know, some other podcasts talk a lot about the news and uh, it's fun how it all just works out and everybody yeah. can just listen to all kinds of RuneScape <laughs> podcasts and there's no like, yes. there's no clashing or anything. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so it works. Yeah, good. Shout out to the wilderness podcast. They're, they're like the news podcast, I would say. Yeah. Not that Dills can't talk about whatever he wants. <laughs> Dills and Heartless, but they're really good at covering the news and like being, like I said, they're, they're passionate about whatever they're reading, which is great. So if you want your news podcast, go to the wilderness, yep. the wilderness podcast. And they're always entertaining too. They're like, I call yes. them, the, I don't know how much knowledge I have about, you know, RuneScape podcasts, but I almost say they're like the pioneers of old school RuneScape oh, podcasts. Yes. Like, yes, I think they started well over 2016. Yeah. It's so, crazy. Yeah. I remember listening to them back when I first started my old school RuneScape account, like back in 2017. There you go. <laughs> nice. And just to, I think they went on a big break, but then now they're back, and it's just been awesome to have them back. Yeah, their episodes are in like the two hundreds. Yeah. I think for us, this ep- this will be episode ninety six. Oh, nice. So, and we've only been doing it for like two years. So they did. They actually did take a pretty long break. Yep. But more than I would say, more than twice as long as yep. what Oxy and I have been have been going, mm-hmm. and we're every week. Right. So. <laughs> Every week, I, <laughs> that's another thing me and the Baron have a problem with is going every week. <laughs> that's the thing. It's hard like, to stay consistent, uh, man. It's hard. You know, everybody, you. I log in and I'm in game and people are like, next podcast, win." I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> so that's, that's, our, that's our big problem. So if you guys want to yeah. listen, I think we're on like in our late 20s of our podcast and we've been... Uh, doing it for over a year now (laughs) okay so yeah honestly dude consistency is hard you guys like both fathers yeah i wouldn't are you new fathers or like um i have a three-year-old and we both actually had daughters at the same time 
back in July. Right. And so okay. when we first started our, our podcast, it was funny because we were talking about that. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have kids at the same time in July. And now it's well past that. And it's just funny being uh, RuneScape players with kids of the same age. Because yeah. we tried yeah. to raid together. Like, we raided last night with you. But most of the time, we duo TOA. And most of the time, just one run takes, like, over an hour just because sometimes right. I have to go and help, you know, with the kid. And then sometimes right. he has to go and help. And so every now and then, I just sit there and AFK while he's busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that also kind of messed with our schedule with the podcast but right it right. hasn't worried us too much we're not too uh worried about the consistency as long as we have fun with it <laughs> honestly dude like this is not a job for me and obviously you still have a full-time job so this is kind mm -hmm. of just it's it's a fun outlet that's the way yeah. i see it i don't want to speak for you but for me this is a this is my creative outlet making mm -hmm. this podcast and so the consistency that's up to oxy and i yeah, <laughs> we want to be consistent for people listening, right? But like life, that that kind of stuff comes first for us. Um, mm -hmm. If we have to take a break, if we have to take a week off, we have to take two weeks off. At the end of the day, um, that's okay, and I completely understand. Mm -hmm. I took, luckily, we had we had one of our friends, Scape, fill in for me. Oh, nice. I took like a month off from the podcast when my son was born. Yeah, like I took a. a a parental leave from the podcast <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. just so I could have some time and mm -hmm. not have to go week to week and worry about it. And if, if we didn't have anybody to cover, there would have just been no episodes for an entire month, yeah. you know? Um, so, and that sticks with you in your mind, even the day after you post an episode, cause we did it uh, every Wednesday with the co-op cast. And as soon uh -huh. as you post an episode, you're just like, okay, now I have to start thinking about, the next, like the next one. one and so it is nice to take those breaks where you're just like okay i don't have to think about coming up with you know a layout of what we need to talk about next time yeah but it always is fun to get back into it that's that's kind of our thing every time we start a new episode we're just like oh i'm so glad that we're back you know we're making another episode right now <laughs> even yeah. though it's been like four weeks three weeks you know <laughs> it's not like we're forcing ourselves to do it it's it's something we always really want to do and so right. it's always great to that's meet good. back up and do it <laughs> I, I normally from we post our episodes, we try to have them posted Wednesday night so that they mm -hmm. upload Thursday morning. Right. So when I log off and I go to bed Wednesday night, I generally don't think about the podcast until <laughs> Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. So I have like a three or four day break. Yeah. At least where I'm not. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm checking <laughs> our analytics and I'm checking how it's doing and I'm responding yeah. to comments and things like that. But like I'm not. It's not that worry of. Yeah. I got to post an episode. I got to think about an episode. I got to do this. Yeah. So, and that's good. Yeah. And and that's week to week. I can't imagine if we were every other week, that break would be much longer. And <laughs> yeah. like you said, getting back into it would feel like, like uh, if you haven't driven your car in a while, you're kind of <laughs> nervous. You're like, do I still know how to drive? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I totally get that. It's just like getting back into it, trying to make another episode. And if you do it every week, the longer you do it, just the easier it would get. I'm sure. It does. It does mm -hmm. get easier. I mean, for me, the like the thing I like least and listeners, <laughs> we're sorry. This is just like two podcasters, <laughs> you know, talking, relating. Yeah. Um. So bear with us. We'll get to RuneScape. <laughs> yeah. Uh. The thing that I like least is editing, but for mm -hmm. me, it's it's more so like I can only edit when my son goes to bed, mm -hmm. and that's usually when I have time to spend with my wife yeah. or I have time to to spend for myself, mm -hmm. and so. 
in the evenings, it's like, I don't want to edit right now. If I could just have time during the day to edit all, all things to be well. But like, if I have to start editing at 7 PM, which I do edit at 7 PM at night, <laughs> then that's the last thing I want to do. Yep. So if I could do a podcast without having to edit it, it'd be golden. But yep. Oxy and I are too, we're too picky. We're too selfish. We're too particular to even think about hiring an editor mm-hmm. at, at least at this point because uh, both of us want to be really really hands-on with it yeah that's, that's how i would that's feel just too. How it is. i totally get that feeling like just having to trust someone else to know exactly the way you want to do it and then just if it eventually turns out different than your expectations you kind of have to just you know either deal with it do. or make it a deal make it a big deal yeah, literally nothing you can do <laughs> yeah. anyway speaking of runescape yeah uh are you playing right now yes i am <laughs> what what are you doing in game right now i'm doing herbivore actually um oh nice so i have let's see i have about two million xp left until i'm maxed Whoa. so <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> yeah. dude. and so i've been doing Look herbivore when i'm like just focusing on the game but it's it's not like a lot of focus obviously but oh no. when i'm busy Herbivore's and i'm great. just on mobile i'll do the monkey tails the maniacal monkey yes. tails it's really nice yes too. and so yeah oh, i'm just nice. trying to get to that point where i where i'm maxed and don't have to deal with grinding skills anymore to the point where it's 99 like yes i know you're maxed and you still love skilling but like I do. right now I'm I at do. that point, I just, I'm stuck doing Hunter and I force myself to go and do like raids and stuff just because I'm like, I don't want to say, it's like for you with editing at 7 p.m. It's like, I get on at seven. It's like, do I really want to do Herbivore for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. I can it's do like, this that later. what I want to do spending my time. <laughs> so I'm planning on maxing this week sometime around the weekend. I think I'm not going to like hit it hard right now. We'll see. I'm not in a huge rush. Of course, we did TOA last night. If I wasn't a huge rush, we wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> right, right. So you have about, I would say, Herbivore is probably like 140, at like 98. It's like 140 to 150K yeah. an hour. Yeah. And then Monkey Tails or whatever, probably close to 100K an hour. Yeah. So you have roughly 15 to 20 hours into your max. Yep. That's incredible. It feels good. I, <laughs> I remember being at that point, and it was with when I was doing Hunter. Yep. Because, oh, no, sorry. I was doing Slayer. I did Slayer, and then my last one was Thieving. Gotcha. And so I, I wanted to be done. Yeah. And I had a deadline, too, because I maxed during our meetup. I don't know if you oh, know okay. that. So we had an XP Waste meetup. We all got together. People flew in. People drove in. We met up at like, a, are you familiar with like a Dave and Buster's yeah. or, or, okay. So we, it's right. called a uh, main event. And I told myself, I'm going to max at our meetup. Yeah. And then I set it on the podcast and I had to do it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so set in stone now. Set in stone. I have a hard set deadline. Um, and so that last week was a lot of Slayer. I probably had like over a million or 2 million Slayer xp less xp left and then i had like i was 94 thieving so i had like five million (laughs) no it was a five million or six it's about five million thieving xp which the thieving xp went quick right um it was probably two weeks but uh thieving yeah i was uh talking ninja in the recording booth said thieving at jc penny was wild it definitely was (laughs) we i've said the story in the podcast but oxy and i did a photo shoot to um for as like a, a promo for our christmas sweaters right 
And uh, I was leaving while we were waiting <laughs> to get our pictures taken. So, and that was the same day that we did the meetup. Anyway, you're very close to Max. And I, I remember that feeling and it's, it's great. But then, then is like, there's this, for some people, and I don't know if you feel like this, we can get into it, but like yeah. for some people, maxing is the pinnacle of the mountain. Right. And then once yeah. you're at the highest point, what do you do? Most people quit. Most people plateau. They, mm-hmm. they, they stop. Mm-hmm. So my question for you is, what are your, what are your post-max goals, if you have any? Yeah, I definitely do. And we've had a few people in our clan max, and then I just stopped seeing them <laughs> online oh. after. <laughs> oh, no. One just actually logged in for the first time in like six months to a year. So that was wow. nice to see him. And he's like, yeah, these past updates haven't really gotten me back yet you know wilderness rework so he's excited for the new skills so he seems to be a, a skiller excited for that okay. um okay for me i'm really excited to max not to quit <laughs> but i really want to get into more pvming i one of my biggest long-term goals is i want to collect every big ticket <clears throat> item in the game whether i just paid for it with money since i'm just a main account <laughs> yeah, yeah or whether yeah. i got it as a drop and so i just want to fill my bank with basically every big ticket item in the game and so one of my biggest or one of my firsts is full torva and i definitely want to get a scythe back i had a scythe earlier sold it and now it's 300 mil (laughs) so that's kind of nice hey but you made some money then i guess on that yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but now um right now i think after i max the first thing i'll do is really hit tob more that's something i'm really excited to get into um Mm -hmm. just trying to get that group of friends that are on at the same time. It's a lot uh, harder to do TOB because you got to find, you know, the people to do it with. It yep, is nice absolutely. to have TOA where I can just go and do it solo if I want to. It's a lot easier to solo than the other two raids. Right. But uh, really just hitting PVMing and just having more fun with clue scrolls because I'm the type of person that gets clue scrolls and just not, I just don't really do them. <laughs> I oh. wait until I get all of them and turn them in for a master and do a master clue. Gotcha. And so that'll be another thing that I think I'll do a lot is actually do clue scrolls. Nice. Are you going to go for the milestones? I think so. So do you know what the milestones are? It's the explore remote, I think. Yeah. So there's, I think there's one for each tier. So it's like okay. 200 elite, 300 hard, 400 medium, 500 easy, 600 beginner. Gotcha. And there's like a something for each of those. And then a hundred masters, obviously there's a hundred yeah. masters, but there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a special thing for each of them. That's one of my goals this year. Oh, cool. I haven't really been pushing it as much. <laughs> I, I did at the beginning of the year, I did uh, like over a hundred medium clues, yeah, which was a lot of fun. I'm very close to 400 mediums, but I'm kind of like you every time <laughs> I, I, I like, I'll be skilling, I'll be wood cutting and I'll get the, the nest and it'll yep. just go in my bank and I'll forget that I have clues. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll yeah. like last night after we got off the raid and I said I was going to bed, I lied. I did all my clues and then I went to bed. Nice. <laughs> so I'll just pick pick a time where I'm like, hmm, I think I could do clues and yeah. then I'll just do all of them. Yeah. I get in that mood sometimes too, where it's just like, Yeah, I got a master and I got, you know, I got all these different clues. Let's just do them. And then you get that one step on the master where it's like, go all the what is it? Go all the way down that dungeon and use the charge orb spell or something it's like i'm not doing that (laughs) not doing it i'm not doing it i'm not doing it so fun fact about me in 
like newer listeners may not know this because I have not talked about it for a long time. I don't actually do master clues anymore. Mm. I did one master clue in 2018 on my account and I got the bloodhound pet and I haven't done a master clue since. Why would you so need for to? Nearly, <laughs> nearly six years. I, you don't like yeah. I finished it. I'm done with master clues. One KC bloodhound done skis. I don't need anything else. <laughs> wow. Forget third age. So that like if I ever have an account where I can start doing master clues, I'll be very excited. Yeah. I say can. I can do master clues on my account. I just don't want to. Yeah. Because master clues suck. I, Why would you want to do them <laughs> if you have the pet? <laughs> marginal reward, right? I, I still yeah. get people to this day that like just look me up and be like, whoa, is that a one KC bloodhound pet? I'm like, yes. Yeah. And that's nearly six years later. So yeah. What are you gonna do? Speaking of that, to kind of go off topic, uh, with your one KC pet. It's something yeah. I don't want to do either with the corp, the corporeal beast is Oh really? I got the pet at three KC and I got it again at five KC. No so way. I'm like, <laughs> Are I you can't kidding get me? any more KC anymore? You know, Bro. I'm just gonna ruin that. And so even to this day, I get people that look me up when they see my corp pet and they're like, What's your KC? You don't have a high score. I'm like, well, and I always have to explain it. I'm like, well, I got it at three. And I actually died and lost it, to be okay. honest. And then yeah. I did it again two more times like a week later because I'm like, I was just pretty down. I think I talked yeah. about it on our second podcast episode, the whole story of how that happened. And so I did it again in a mass of the clan I was in at the time. And I got it at 5KC again. Oh <laughs> and I gosh. vowed never to do a Corp KC ever again. I'll still do Corp, but I just won't get the KC. I'll make sure I don't get oh, the kill count. gotcha. And so it's it's something That's like insane. you with the 1KC Bloodhound. It's like, well, why would I want to ruin that on my, on my name? You That's, know? Yeah, because at <laughs> that point, like, either you have to fill out the log or you never do it. Yep. You know, you have to make a decision. Like, are you going to complete the log? Yeah. Or are you just going to leave it at a very, very cool number? Which 5KC2 pets? I did not know that. I did not know that. The problem with my end and not your end is you have to kill Corp for the elite combat achievements. So if I want to do that, I have to ruin that. You're right. So I'm what I told myself is if I get all the elites done, or yeah, all the elites besides Corp and everything else, then maybe I'll think about it. But yeah. Then again, I don't think it's worth it, you know? <laughs> the perks that you get from it, I don't know. Because it is nice, like, literally every day that I have the court pet out, I don't take it with me all the time, but mm-hmm. almost every day that I bring it out, someone will say something about it. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it's, a, it's pretty cool it's, to get recognized like that. Crazy. So your Discord picture is corp, and I always wonder, mm. like, hey, that must be a, you know, a coincidence or whatever yeah. you know what the story with that is but like that that makes a lot of sense yeah and when you <laughs> mentioned the bloodhound pet i was about to say well now that makes sense why your name and game is bloodhound <laughs> yep yep that's yep. hilarious I've, I've been trying to buy not really trying but like it's a lot of gp mm-hmm. and there's a gray area when it comes to as a disclaimer there's a gray area when it comes to jagex's stance on buying and selling names because mm. The only thing that they say is it's not against the rules, mm-hmm. but just do it at your own risk because you can get scammed. Mm-hmm. So not to say that I condone the buying and selling of names and like the hoarding of names. That's a different story. But like I have been in contact with the person who has the name Bloodhound and it is very expensive. Yeah. I would have to sell my bank and some <laughs> yeah. to get it. And it would just be literally to drop 
one O from my name. <laughs> yep. To just change my name and just drop one O, and it, I would have the actual name Bloodhound, but like mm-hmm. it's very expensive and that's unfortunate. So Bloodhound, I'll be Bloodhound forever. Hey, it still looks good though. When I yeah, speak. people still confuse it for like, hey, that's a cool name. I'm like, it's thanks, but it's not the real one. <laughs> yeah. I actually recently just talked to the person who owns the name Carter, just straight up Carter. Oh, okay. And he asked yeah. for uh, a lot. <laughs> I had that name on my friends list forever for years, and he finally logged in. So I'm like, I just messaged him like, oh, what's up? I love the name. And then yeah. he actually was like, yeah, if you want it, it's for Bill. I'm like, oh, I, I mean, like, for Bill. For Bill? No, no thanks. I was just okay. glad to talk to him after all these years. After all the time. Since yeah. you said it, uh, the guy that was asking for the name Bloodhound, he said it was three bill. Three bill. So like uh, four bill is even worse, dude. <laughs> well, the thing is, oh um, apparently he said it was his first name in real life. And he's kept that one since uh, like 2013 or something. They oh did gosh. like this name wipe in RS3 all the way back uh-huh. then and he had yeah. his finger spam clicking the update button or whatever to get that oh. name and he got it and so now he has it and it's the only name he has left and so that's why he wants I to sell wish, it for four bill <laughs> i kind of wish i did that back then but i i like i didn't have a name in, in mind yeah but i do remember them doing that that anytime that happens it's insane people right. go crazy oh yeah people go crazy for names too which is it's unfortunate that we have the game in such a way that we do mm-hmm. like it would be kind of cool if they had it like on discord where you could have bloodhound but then it just assigns you a random number mm-hmm. if you want to add somebody you have the number but then your display name is what it is right and then there's a number assigned to it but you don't see the number it would be nice and i was about to agree with you but then i started to think i think a lot of people could get away with a lot of scamming with that like if you just oh. quickly right click and trade your friend if you borrowed your tebow or something that's actually very true. Up, switches his name, boom. Ah, traded to man. the wrong person. Some they still do that. They still do that, even with the one slight little change. Like, let's say you did have the real bloodhound. Let's say somebody yeah. changed it to the two O's and tried to scam you. That that happened. Log in underneath you. Somebody yeah. changed their name to uh, the Baron seventy two, and they just changed the zero or the O to a zero or something, what? and actually tried to scam me because I actually share the tebow back and forth with him mm-hmm. somebody must have noticed that and oh my goodness tried to scam me <laughs> what is this world i i guess i'm just kind of naive because you're right scamming is an actual thing please if you're listening to this <laughs> take this as a warning it can happen to anyone yeah happen to many people in our clan many people who uh are very smart and they should not be scammed but like <laughs> these people work really hard at the at the shady things they do so always be on the lookout if you ha- fun tip if you have Runelight, which I would hope that, like, unless you're using HDOS, 99% of everybody who plays this game, if, if you're not using HDOS, should have Runelight. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would use a Steam client. I don't know why you would use the vanilla client. Just use Runelight. Um, on Runelight, when you're trading your friends, their name will actually come up green. So right. if you have them added and they're your friends, look out for the name and make sure it's green. Or just always double check if you're like if you're in a Discord call with somebody, just have them verify, say yes, yeah. verified. You can't go wrong when you're trading billions of GP worth of items. <laughs> yeah. Cannot go wrong. Literally, it's worth the double check. Yep. And don't click links. Thank you. Dean in the recording booth said said don't click on any links. Oh that man. happened to him. And uh 
everybody's heard of Behemoth, you know, those videos. Oh, of course, yeah. Those daily videos. I love how he shouts out, you know, current scams that are going on at the time. Oh, he does. So definitely watch those videos and you'll be able to see, like, what is going on at the time. There's some crazy scams out there. Like, some people are managing to get your email and they'll pretend to be Jagex and send you an email saying that your account has something going on and click here to submit a ticket or something. And it looks really legit, and it even says from Jagex. But if you click on Jagex, it opens up the actual email account or email address, and mm-hmm. it's just some something totally different. So people go to so, enormous lengths uh, to just scam you. Right, <laughs> right. If you have if you have any knowledge of Jagex, just know they will not communicate with you anywhere except for the message center. Mm-hmm. If there is something from Jagex that requires your attention, it's going to be in the message center on your account. Mm-hmm. Do not click any email from Jagex asking for you to do something. That's crazy. Yeah. And on Twitch, don't click on any links no matter what. No, no <laughs> links at all. Like nobody's quitting. Nobody's <laughs> quitting and they don't want you to sign up for anything because yeah. they're quitting. Yeah. Listen, if they were quitting, they wouldn't have you sign up to have like a giveaway. They would just do it. Yeah. So please don't be naive. Yeah. Because it's not going to end well. These people are going to make money off of you. Mm-hmm. So there's your daily. Your weekly, your monthly, your quarterly anti-scamming talk. Yeah. Yeah, Dean in our clan, he's in the recording booth chat. Dean709, he lost 360 mil by accidentally clicking a link from a streamer that said they were quitting. Oof. And it's so unfortunate. Um, But man's on the up and up. He's rebuilding. It's a great time. He's got full... I think you have a Bofa, right, Dean? Who knows? Nice. (laughs) So you're maxing very, very soon. I saw last night... I guess I haven't been caught up on the podcast because I didn't realize you actually had your Infernal Cape. Yeah. That's great. When did you get that? I when got did that it, happen for you? Because um, I remember April, episodes... I think April. Last April. Of last year? Yeah. Oh my God. Am I that far behind? Because <laughs> I, I, I thought I was listening to episodes where you were saying that you were still going... For, what am I no, thinking? that's uh, the Baron 72. We were talking about New Year's resolutions and things we want to work on the upcoming year. And the Baron mentioned uh-huh. that the end of this year, he's going to start to even think That's about doing was. the inferno okay so he's not like i gotta do it by the end of this year it's like okay by december maybe i'll start thinking about doing it <laughs> gotcha gotcha and what's cool is he has you as yep. a mentor at that yep. point so yeah i'll know, have to like be there to coach him you know get back into that because i told myself like <laughs> no like i'm not Never again. Stepping away from the fight caves inferno, like I'm done. (laughs) One and done. Yeah, but like no, I'd totally be down to help him out. I I wanted to get it done before my daughter was born, and so for Mm. months I didn't go at it very hard. I wasn't like, okay, every day I got to do at least one. Uh, I definitely wanted to get it before July, so I got it like April, I think, middle of April. So you won't be a fire max caper, as (laughs) they say. So. I try not to think about it, but a lot of people look down on people who have a fire max cape for some reason. Like uh, until a couple of years ago, it was the best, most prestigious cape you could own. Mm-hmm. A fire max cape was probably the best cape out there. Yep. But now an infernal max cape is has taken the 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 throne. Yeah. Um, and I still rock the fire max cape. But you know that's potentially gonna change this year. Who knows? I look at the Infernal Max Cape and the Fire Max Cape, and it's almost like you can see the details more in a Fire Max Cape because the Infernal Cape is so dark. And I don't it really look at it closely, but when I just see someone with it on, it's like, okay, I know he's wearing the Max Cape with the Infernal <laughs> Cape, but like, yeah. 
don't know. It just seems like a lot of it's just kind of cut out with the black lines. But with the Fire yes. Max Cape, it looks cool because you can see all the details with the Max Cape along with it. And it's like, like why? What reason does anyone have to, to flame you for not having an Infernal Cape but you're maxed? You know, like they're two totally different right. things. Right. Just because you're maxed doesn't mean you don't know. Like I don't know. It's kind of dumb. I was. <laughs> I tell people like I had to kill stuff to get a Max Cape. Like yeah. I'm not totally just a skiller. Like I had to do Slayer. Yeah. I had to kill people. Not people. I had to kill things. <laughs> I had to kill so many people to get this. I had to kill people. No, I, I killed a lot of stuff in this game. I'm a PVMer. So, um, yeah. Scape in our recording. Hey, Scape. He's in the recording view chat right now. He said, Fire Max Cape is nice. It's a nice looking cape. Thank you. I don't know if you guys are trying to make me feel better, um, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> the and attractor. Like, oh, can we talk yeah. about the attractor? Before the assembler came out, mm-hmm. that little, that gray Max Cape was best in slot. Mm-hmm. That, that blows my mind because like, I, I see almost nobody wearing like the non-assembler, at least in the high level community. Like there's not a single person who doesn't have the blue backpack, but like the blue Max Cape, that's a bit different. Um before Dragon Slayer 2, it was the gray Max Cape. Which I think honestly, I think the gray Max Cape with the with the attractor yeah. looks a bit better with Armadil. Um but now that you can recolor crystal. Yeah. And Missouri looks decent with the yellow one. Right. There's no reason to, to like downplay your setup just for <laughs> looks. You know what I mean? For the fashionscape. Yeah. Just the other day, I uh, was at the crafting guild and I saw someone I it up to confirm. They had the Zamorak Max Cape and I had no idea what it was. I was like, uh-huh. what is that? And I, I had the equipment plug in where I could right click and see what he's wearing. Yeah. And it, it told me and. I was like, that's really cool looking because it's just a lot darker and it's not just like that red normal Max Cape. It's yeah. really nice. And uh, is it the imbued version? Like the yeah. M- M2 or M- M2? Yeah. Majorina 2? Yeah. yeah that's what I, I wore last night in our raid. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. I, didn't I have the Cerodoman. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Cerodoman one and I have yep. the Zamrock one. I, right. Arguably, I should probably go get the Gothics one just because sometimes green looks really good. Um, mm. But. Yeah, the the I go back and forth because I like the I like the Zamrock cape, but I also like the blue cape yeah. with certain Slayer helms. Um, a lot of people on a recording booth chatter saying the Guthics one. Um, so I guess I should. <laughs> I I just I just need to go get it because like go get it. <laughs> it is it is a pretty cool Max cape. Yeah, when I max, I'm gonna bring like I'm gonna bring enough money to get like all the variants. <laughs> just get all. Bro, the it's games. so expensive. Oh it's yeah, it's like it's two point. One seven mil, yeah, two point two mil each. Well, um, if you bring that's that's for the first one, I believe. But then if you bring that with you, the extra ones, I think it goes down a little bit, but it's still like really. It's two point two mil for each, and yeah, because you have to buy a new max cape every time you because like you have your yep. cape and you buy a new max cape mm-hmm. and then you just combine them, right? And you can't so you remove have to it, buy right? A max cape. Nope, it's there okay. forever. Gotcha. Well, that's the thing that I'm debating on doing with the Infernal Cape. Is once the new skill comes out, I really hope that Jagex makes it so you can take the Infernal Cape off of the Max Cape. Because if the new skill comes out, you're no longer maxed, and now you have to say goodbye yeah. to your cape until you're yeah. maxed again. So I wonder if that's something that they'll end up doing, is allowing you to to take it away, take it apart. Otherwise, I think a lot of people will be upset about that. There's, yeah, there's definitely a couple things I've heard as far as like 
catering to the Max community, mm-hmm. one of which is just giving people a buffer. So mm-hmm. saying, hey, you're maxed, but you have like six months that you can still wear the cape. Uh, why uh, you know before okay they take it away from you for good gotcha that's what i've heard but there's definitely not a, a direct stance yet from jagex to say whether or not yeah. they're going to still let you wear your max cape where they're going to let you disassemble it mm. um we won't probably know until way way later yeah. in the process of this new skill Man, there's gonna be so many controversial things with this new skill coming out i feel like there's going to be just like a war between all kinds of different opinions on what it you should think. be. And like, just even this, this topic alone about just the max cape about what max players should get or not get. Uh, I, <laughs> I just don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be really interesting. I hope it's not decisive. Um, with how crazy it was um, when the vote was coming out, because yeah. there was going to be, there was so much speculation that like the, the vocal minority was going to, somehow convince people to vote no but like it was i would say it was a pretty overwhelming yes yeah uh, so there was definitely a worry at that point but then that 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 worry shifted to now are we going to be able to to agree on one thing because <laughs> yeah. yes we agreed on the 50 50 yes or no we agreed on yeah. that but now they're going to give us like three options <laughs> how is that going to work uh are there yeah. people to, to just spite vote that people who create counts just to counter other mm. people's votes. Um, I'm hoping that it's like we have two really good options and then we have one phenomenal option. Yeah. That it just kind of makes it very, very, very easy. Simple. Yeah. I'll be happy with whatever comes out as long as it, it doesn't just become another viable skill. I think yeah. that's the criteria that at the end of the day for me is what would make me happy. Yeah. If it's not, because that's all warding was. I voted no for warding. Right. Because to me, like, me it, didn't, it didn't fit a niche mm. towards the end, of, like, for end game. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was going to be great for the early game, mid game. But at that point, you get to a certain level, and you're just training it just to get to 99. There yeah, wasn't enough buy-in yeah. for, for actual usable content. Mm-hmm. So, And I totally agree with that. Yeah. I mean, like... I voted no to warding too, but I was very new to my account at the time. I think I was just like six months in to this account. But I really hope that they bring in some more details about sailing. I know everybody, it's kind of a meme now to talk about sailing as a skill. Mm-hmm. But another thing that I'm worried about is that people will treat this skill when it comes out as the new EOC, the Evolution of Combat. Oh. And, uh, like, sure, if it's just another grinding skill that just doesn't really impact the game too much, I don't think people will treat it that way. But then there's the other side where it really impacts the game and really affects like everything that the game is. Not everything, but a big majority. And there's going to be people that won't like that at all. And so yeah, that's a worry of mine is that people are just always bringing it up. Like, oh, Osiris was better before the new skill. <sighs> it's not the same. You know? I think you're right. So yeah, I think you're right. Worry. <laughs> The optimist in me says that this is going to be something that will add a lot of uh, content that is positive for the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. But you could also look at it back in 2011, mm-hmm. whenever they released EOC, that they definitely were optimistic that people were going to like it. But I think at that <laughs> point, their major age group of uh, players 
was not at the maturity level or the understanding of the game to handle those mechanics. True. You know, I think if they had waited a little bit to where their target audience, they could raise the bar on their target audience a little bit. Maybe the game would have been uh, more accepting of it. Maybe the player base would have said, Hey, this is right. This is, this is something that I can get behind because these mechanics make sense. Oh yeah. Me now as a 30 year old man, I can look at the mechanics of EOC and understand that they changed it uh, for a reason. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just to screw people over. They were trying to breathe new life into a 20-year-old game. And at that point, it wasn't that old, but like they were trying to breathe life into an MMO that they enjoyed and they mm. loved. And that's exactly what they're doing now with this new skill. Mm. We don't know. It's still potentially months, maybe years down the road until we get it. This is, yeah. you know, if you're listening to this in the future, you guys may already have the skill and we don't know. Yeah. Um, but as of February 19th, 2023, we have nothing. Um, yeah. Mod Light just posted on Twitter that they're going to start community consultation, mm. which is very interesting. Um, I would love to be a part of that, but I don't think, I think I missed the, I missed the, the registration for that because I think you would have, essentially how I understand it, you would have had to have filled out the survey. And then from there, they pick people who filled out the survey, but I think I missed it. I'm actually in that Discord server. Um, I filled out the survey, and then I got invited to it. I can't type in any of the channels, but I can like react to different things. So uh-huh. they haven't said too many things yet, like at all. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be exciting to start getting more closer and closer to that new skill. And you know, yeah, it's it's definitely something to be excited about. I just would be. I'm, I'm going to be really surprised if it comes out this year. I think it's definitely Same. a 2024 thing. Then again, I I just looked it up. Chambers of Zarek came out January fifth, twenty seventeen, and TOB came out June seventh, twenty eighteen. Like yeah, so they're so close to each other. I didn't even realize that until like a year ago, and uh, that just tells me anything can happen. Oh, for sure. It's it's actually kind of insane that it took until twenty twenty (laughs) two to get a second raid or third raid. Yeah, you know. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scape in the recording booth said, uh, "We're pretty sure, uh, pretty sure we're due for a new leagues. We are, we are, and I'm, I'm expecting that. I'm expecting them to skip the spring and go to uh, another fall uh, release for leagues mm. to get back on track with that. Yeah, which would kind of suck because at that <clears throat> point, it'll have been a year and a half since we had leagues. Yep. But that just gives them more time to continue to work on it. That's a whole other episode talking about speculations of leagues <laughs> for sure." I think that if they just re-ran Trailblazers, everybody would be happy. <laughs> seems re-ran like, it. Seems yeah. like that's like let's the just say option. they just redid it this spring and didn't put any work into it, and just if they still have the coding for it or whatever, just yeah. open those worlds back up, let people that liked it do it, and then while yeah. that's going on, people will be happy with it, and then they can come up with another new idea this fall. Oh, that's what I've so two leagues in one year. Say. That would actually be that would be insane. <laughs> yeah. Two leagues in one year. I think people that oh love leagues mind. would would be down. I'm not a league guy, but so I can't really speak for those people. But I have read quite a few times on Discord or on Reddit that you know people would be totally fine if it was just exactly the same for Trailblazers. Right, right. Because when it comes to leagues, there's people who only play the game for leagues. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of people who pop in and out of our Discord. They're here whenever leagues is around. And they're not like we don't see them for months and months and months. Um, And and that's fine because that's how they, you know, if if there was a server where you got X amount of like 10 X 
XP and you had special things and there was different types of, um, you know, different ways to play the game. Yeah. Those people would probably play that server 24 <laughs> seven, yeah. but they have to wait for an unfortunate, like 10 weeks out of the year just to play their favorite game. Yeah. That's so kind of sucks. Yeah. And I sure. think that's why many people like dead man is because it's like, it's a different way to play the game mm. and keeps it. That's how the, you know, they like playing it that way. Mm. Oh, it's, it's nice that it's always there for them to do that, where with leagues, you just kind of stop from playing for now. It's been what, over a year? Or, over a year. Yeah. yeah. We're year. getting close to it where it was a year since they, they yeah, because they released it around this time in 2022. Which it's been was, a year? That's crazy. Yeah. It's been a freaking year. <laughs> it's been I crazy. That's insane. I question, so a question for you. Yeah. I don't know if you've given your opinion online or anything, but like as a soon to be max person, yeah. what kind of skill would you want to see? Do you have a, a skill in mind or do you have so, something you would like to see? I don't know. I feel like I'm not creative enough to come up with an entire skill on my own. I just kind of yeah. like other people's ideas. And the one that I've liked the most is Bodies with the whole sailing. Where ah. you, a lot of people say, I love the dungeoneering aspect of RS3 and I want that in OSRS. And I haven't heard the episode. I think it was on the Sebe podcast where Bodhi mm-hmm. was on and they talked about it, I believe. Yeah. And from what I remember, he was mentioning like you could sail to different parts of the game and then it would unlock another tier of a dungeoneering dungeon for you. So like level yeah. 10 and then it takes you to level 20. At level 20, you get a whole other dungeon from there on. Yeah. So I think that would be pretty interesting and to have and to utilize ships because there's harbors all over the the game and i think that would implement it nicely in the game it's not like a completely unfamiliar aspect of the game i don't know i haven't looked too much into it but i'd like to go deeper into the idea of having sailing something like exploration yeah would be interesting um exploration it's kind of too i think i feel like exploration is too broad to be considered a skill mm-hmm. and not just a new content upgrade yeah. in my opinion but the idea of sailing bringing new content into the game that's very interesting to mm-hmm. me whether or not it has to come in through sailing though that's where i would have some questions yeah because so we had zulu on last week as a guest yeah and he was saying that when they originally proposed sailing a lot of the stuff that they have brought into the game was originally intended to be brought in with sailing Mm. like uh, Zenite shards were going to be accessible through the sailing skill oh, rather cool. than through Dragon Slayer 2. So like a lot of the stuff that they had planned to incorporate through sailing has come into the game, which kind of makes me think, did we need sailing? Yeah. No. And like, do we need sailing for future content? No. No. So to me, that, that kind of breaks the argument for me. Mm-hmm. That kind of breaks the allure of sailing. Right. Not to say that it wouldn't be a fun skill to train because I think at that point it's not justifiable, mm-hmm. which was my only criteria. <laughs> yeah. Know, I just, I don't want another herb lore. I don't want another construction. Yeah. Something that you just have to grind past a certain level. Yeah. Cause like past 90 herb lore makes no sense for a main account. <laughs> yeah. uh, past 83 construction makes no sense for a main account. There's not many skills in this game that having actual level 99 makes a large difference. Yeah. Combat's for sure. Agility for sure. <laughs> Past that. Th- yeah. No. <laughs> right. You can get high in a skill, but getting to 99 is only really benefiting somebody if they're wanting to max. Or right. if they want the perk of that skill cape. 
that was one of my ideas is to rework the skill cape perks, but then that would just make the max cape just so so more overpowered. <laughs> Bro, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are some skill cape perks. I'm like, why do you even exist? Yeah. Uh, you know, fletching. What? Nobody wants fletching for the skill cape perk. Yeah. You know, nobody is looking at the at, at their end game account and going, man. You know what I need? Uh, a myth crossbow and a <laughs> and a what is that? A, a grapple. Yeah. A, a crossbow and a grapple. Um, nobody's looking at their herbler cape and going, man. You know what I need right now? A pestle and mortar. So there are some end game end game things that don't really make sense. Construction, yeah. crafting, farming, all of those are great. Yeah. But there definitely are some that need that need to be reworked. Definitely for sure. Taco Ninja and their corny booth says it's a cro- it's a bronze cross though at that. So Oh really? You're not even making money. <laughs> <laughs> One thing they could do with the herbal cape is just make it so that it has a permanent uh what's it called? Emulet of chemistry. Emulet of chemistry. I would dig that. I really would. Like you have a chance that while you're wearing the cape to get a, a plus four or a four dose. Yeah. That would make it. That's I mean, it. that's a, that's a chef's kiss. It's not overpowered at all. <laughs> done you and deserve done. it. If you get to 99 herb, you know what I mean? Yeah. Done and done, dude. I think um, it'd be I would, really simple I mean, to rework. I would make my potions <laughs> if that was the case. Cause like yeah. you save a little bit of money with your higher tier potions. Oh yeah. Um, but there are some skills that what perks you would add. Would it really make a difference? Um, thieving, fire making, uh, fletching, those types of skills, adding a perk past what they have now doesn't, it wouldn't change the game. Yeah. Um, the light source is great, but like, do you, do you want to have your, uh, fire making cape with you all the time when they just added the fire pits to the game? Yeah. I don't think so. Right. Just add more fire pits. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, there's so many things that this game can develop into over the years that makes it so exciting. Is that, it's never the same. Like you could take a year break, come back. It's literally looks like the same game, but there's so many little fixes they do like every yeah. week. It just possibilities are it, endless. Yeah, exactly. Like you never really know what changes until you either look it up or just kind of discover it on your own. <laughs> That's why I think the longevity of this game is pretty secure. It depends on the passion of the developers and the community to vote things in. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two things that are kind of uh, can be in, in as far as longevity of this game. Those are the only two things that can keep us from having a great game, even five, ten, fifteen more years from now. Mm-hmm. Am I hopeful that RuneScape lasts another five, ten, fifteen, twenty years? Sure, but like, <laughs> are we just going to keep it on life support? Yeah, <laughs> because that brings up a great topic. This month is actually the 10-year anniversary mm-hmm. of Old School RuneScape. I don't hear a lot of people talking about it, but like, <laughs> the day that we're recording is Sunday. Yesterday, 10 years ago, was the day that they announced that Old School servers would be coming in turn, like, they would be live. Because yeah. the results of the poll had just ended, and um, they, they just announced it. Mm-hmm. So... We're, we're we're we should have a, a pretty dope birthday event coming up. Yeah, I would hope. Ten years. I hope so. But yeah, it's like what look where the game has come. Look where we've come from in the last ten years. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at 2007 RuneScape and you look at old school RuneScape in 2023, it's the difference between RuneScape now and RS3 now. Yep. That's that's the massive difference we're looking at. And so 
what is another 10 years going to look like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm hopeful. And and you can only rely on nostalgia for this game for so long because it's just not yeah. the same anymore. And I think people that say they love this game because it's nostalgic, it really isn't the same until, like, once you remember it, it's just completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the first five minutes are nostalgic for me, mm-hmm. you know? Tutorial Maybe the first, yeah. <laughs> first, like, I would actually say maybe the first, like, six months was pretty nostalgic because I was... This was like back in 2016, and I was completely unaware of. I had taken maybe like a like a six to seven year break at that point. Yeah, I say break, but like um, <laughs> I stopped playing RuneScape when EOC came out in like 2011, and then I started playing this game OSRS pretty heavily in 2016, and even more so, I started really playing heavily in 2018. Right. So almost a 10 year like eight to 10 year break of uh, not really doing anything and then coming back. And yes, those first six months were pretty nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I still kind of get those nostalgic fuzzies when I listen to certain music tracks, but of that's course. the extent. Yeah, That is I the extent of nostalgia for me. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't really play with the music. So when I hear it, it's just, it floods my mind with nostalgia. Yeah. Cause I never played membership as a kid. I was just strictly free to play. So, oh really? Diving into membership back in 2017 was huge because I was like, "This is the game I remember and love," but it's just so much bigger than I ever thought. Like I remember seeing Fire Capes as a kid, and I didn't know where it came from. I didn't know what it was, oh, and wow. so discovering how you get it as an adult was really fun. To come to you know a realization that you have to go through these fight cave waves and kill this boss to get it, it was really cool. See. I didn't even get to that point as a kid. I think I had an obby cape and that was about it. (laughs) Just an obby cape. I don't think I like, I can go back on my account now and I may have a fire cape, but I don't remember getting it. I'm pretty sure if I have a fire cape, it was probably one of my friends that logged on my account and got it for me. So, I mean, the biggest worry I have with the longevity of, of OSRS is the community. As we get older, I don't think that many new and younger players are joining. And so mm. the thing I thought of when uh, Jagex tweeted, you know, the, the birthday event coming up and they said, like, happy birthday. You know, the past 10 years have been great. We can't wait for the next 10. And I'm like, OK, so everybody who's playing will be 10 years older 10 years from now. Are there going to be anyone that's going to be like 18 playing right. OSRS in 2033? <laughs> <sighs> Man, that's a great point. Like, maybe... Maybe you have older millennials who have kids who in 10 years, they'll be maybe like young adults, maybe mm-hmm. teenagers, yeah. and maybe they'll play. Yeah. But they would really, really have to market this game pretty hard to compete with some of the AAA games that mm-hmm. kids are playing nowadays. Because yep. like, I don't know any like Gen Z or younger that are like, I play old school RuneScape. It's all my old millennial friends. Yep. You know, people in their 20s, late 20s. I'll be... I'll be 40 in 10 years. So yeah. it's like, am I going to still be kicking? Yeah. I hope so. Like I said, yes. But yeah. Like my son, exactly. he'll, be, he'll be like 10 or 12. Yeah. Will he be playing this game? <laughs> Who knows? And you could say that for anything. The, the question is, are you going to care about RuneScape at the time to even like introduce it to your son? <laughs> right. How many people right. in the community are going to even care about passing it down <laughs> to the next right. generation? Son. 
It's time for you to take over my Max account. It's time for you to learn how to main account. It's time for you to learn how to RuneCraft. So that's that's my big worry. Is like where where really are are we going to be at once we all get over it? You know, because we're all like addicted to this game. We can all admit that we love this game. But are we going to love it forever? And are there going to be any other people that that will take over that love? Yeah. (laughs) Man, that's a that's a deep thought, and I honestly I don't want to think about it too much. <laughs> I don't so want to think about that. You know what I mean? Like, because like World of Warcraft gets that love. There's so many new players getting into World of Warcraft, but what about RuneScape? You know what I mean? It's just gonna, like I said, it's going to depend on the developers and their passion for the game, and it's also going to depend on the community to yeah. keep those updates relevant it, via the via the voting. So. Yeah. It's up to us and it's up to them. And like, I think if we band together and we stop complaining on Reddit and we, we give these people the freedom to be developed, which actually I say this like almost every time there's a controversy, it's like stop limiting these developers from being developers. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest thing that irks, more so it irks Oxy, but um, it, it's, it's, it's really annoying. Um, people spite voting, people saying they think they know better. All of that is, it's annoying. So yeah. if that can, uh, if that can get under, if we can get that under control, we good to go. Seeing those spite vote posts about Grip Iron Man on Reddit, it's like, why would you spend the time to do that? Like people who would want to play Grip Iron Man, let them have fun with their Grip Iron Man accounts. You know, how's that right. going to affect you? Yeah, it's like at the end of the day, people are going to do it, but we just have to. I, the hard part is, like I said earlier, it's the vocal minority. I want there to be a vocal majority. And it's not, that's kind of how we are as a society, whether it's the American society or what, you know. I work in customer service, so I, I experience this on a daily basis. And I had to be reminded by my boss recently. He said, when you're in a, in a, when you're in a, a place to hear feedback, you're not always going to hear the good stuff a majority of what you hear is going to be negative. Mm-hmm. So people aren't going on Reddit praising the JMods on a daily basis. People are going on Reddit to talk about what they're concerned with, and that's what gets like uh, publicized, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So if there was just more people being positive, it would kind of balance it out. Yeah. But Reddit is the just end like of the day, Twitter. <laughs> you just see the negative. Same thing. Same thing with Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like I said, I don't really want to think about the, the, the game ending. So that might be a good time to take a break. Um, did you have any last thoughts? Anything else you want to say before the break? I, I really care about this game and how it, like, like we said, you know, in the past 10 years of Scape from 13 to now is so huge. And so I mm-hmm. really, really hope that, that it keeps updating and keeps getting better and better. Like, like we said, there's just so many things they there's just unlimited possibilities with this game. And it's like the only game that I like really think about. <laughs> other right. than that, I've just been playing some Hogwarts Legacy. But other than that, Ooh. it's like, I don't really care about any other like game right now. <laughs> uh, you get me on a Minecraft server and I'll, I'll play for a couple weeks. But other than that, it's RuneScape all the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like that for, for a lot of people. Like, they get their itch to play RuneScape for a couple months and then they just stop for two years. <laughs> but hey. It's everybody's game, you know, you yeah. play how you want, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. If that's you, the listener, welcome back to the game. 
just glad you made it back. Yeah. Um, let us know if you're going to go AFK so we can watch your account for you. But <laughs> yeah. I would say with that, we're going to head to break and we'll see you guys after this. Hi, my name is Dominic Onion. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about my newest endeavor, the Nightmare Zone. It's an opportunity for adventurers like yourself to come down and relive some of your favorite bosses, but in an unconventional way. We've got nothing but great reports from our adventurers who have done it. Here comes one right now. Hey, what's your favorite quest boss? Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure. I held the space bar and clicked the boss. I couldn't even tell you. I've done like maybe 10 quests in my entire life. Mine's Agrithanana. Um. He's so funny. He looks like a banana. Okay. Hey, you want to come relive some of those quest boss fights? Not really. I'm just here to buy some. Perfect. Blubber. I'll give you a tour. Talk to me and I'll set you up with a rumble. You can fight all the bosses at one time. Kill the bosses, you get points. You can buy things to make your next rumble easier. You can also buy herb boxes and scrolls from my personal collection of paper. Give me enough points and I'll use some of my onion magic and I'll abuse some of your items for you. You'll just like do this for free? Of course not, adventure. Man's gotta eat. It'll cost you a couple thousand GP per rumble. I don't think it's much to ask. So what do you think? Should I get you set up with a rumble? Uh, yeah, no. I think I'm just gonna go buy Perfect! Come talk to me and you can choose what bosses you want to fight. See what I mean? Flawless reviews from adventurers. The people you know won't let me inside, so I set up shop right outside the front gate. Come pay me a visit. Hey! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break because I know that I sure did. It's part of the show where we take a second to thank our patrons in the Wise Old Man tier and the KBD tier. We started last week with a new format of uh, shouting out the brand new Wise Old Man patrons and then listing everyone else out on the screen. And then obviously giving a shout out to everyone in the KBD tier. So our brand new Wise Old Man patrons for this week are Riley J and Bradley H. Thank you both so much for joining the Wise Old Man tier this week. Moving on now to our KBD tier folks. I want to give a, a warm, lovely, amazing, you guys rock shout out to Broke70, Oxy's dad, my dad, everyone's dad, hello, Cloud Kicker, Dicky Bird, Evasive Ebu, GIM Stones, MB Jones, The Lord Jake, Mark, aka iSteam, Rylithian, Satanbot666, Soggy Waffles, Seth Shep, Skuma92, Spartan Fire, Taco Ninja, The Big G Jordy, Crayola Crayon, THG Bang, and Toast No Toast. Thank you so much to everybody in the KBD tier for supporting us, as well as all the other tiers, Gnome Shop, Party Pete. If you want to join our Patreon, 
you can do so at patreon.com forward slash XP waste. There's a couple different tiers, all ranging from $1 all the way to $25 with various benefits. My favorite being the recording booth, which you can get starting at the wise old man tier. Uh, that allows you to join us. You've probably heard it in this episode. Many times we say so-and-so in the recording booth. That just means that they're uh, in our Discord with us live while we record. They can interact, comment on the show as it happens. Um, it's about a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So that again is patreon.com forward slash waste. Next, we'll move on to the community questions section. Last week, Zulu asked you guys, how do you open a banana? We got some various replies. Starting out with Troy E. They said, with a knife. With a knife. <laughs> Jake, aka Deathbed, says, you peel it like a normal human being, y'all psychopaths. Potato Pancake says, stem is a rookie mistake. Bottom is easier as it's less prone to squish. That's true. If you're taking, anyway, I won't comment until the end. <laughs> Mockcat says, I don't really know. Half of banana will randomly appear in my hand just after my wife says something about bananas. Or something. If you blend spaghetti until it breaks, it will always break in three parts. Love that. Clean hand says, squeeze it as hard as you can and lick up whatever comes out. You don't have clean hands at that point. Popo Man 515 says, I'm an American, so I eat my banana like an American. Throw it away and get McDonald's. Also, work third shift for a while and wouldn't get to sleep for two hours. Kinda a work afterglow at 5 a.m. I think that was a callback to something about gyms at 5 a.m. Riley says, split it at the side and use a spoon. Interesting. Interesting. Andrew says, I've always opened it upside down since I heard the Animal Planet fact as a kid. People always look at me odd, but it's max efficiency. Also, I'm an Aussie, so maybe that's why I go upside down ways. Toast, no toast, says, with a key or a fireman's axe. Seymour says, don't. You wouldn't peel the skin off a sausage. Just eat it like you would a greasy meat tube and enjoy that sweet, sweet potassium. Caleb says, epiphany, epiphany, epiphany. Ooh, bananas are an excellent source of potassium. They're quoting Homer Simpson, the Simpsons movie, 2007, digitally colored from black and white. Really? <laughs> Jay says, by the stem, like a child. Taco Dog says, show the banana dominance by eating it in one bite. Do we need to show bananas dominance? <laughs> Mima says, banana slamma jamma. B1U says, bottom to top, obviously, I need a handle. <laughs> Real Crazy says, you guys open your bananas? Yes. <laughs> and finally, Mama Ducky says, from the bottom. That is it for our Spotify replies. Moving on to the YouTube replies, we have Mountain Man says, I open a banana via the monkey method. Didn't used to open it this way, but I have a kid the same age as Michael's kid, and bananas are his favorite. It's, must eat, it's much easier for him to hold it from the stem. I would say I can confirm, but like, I don't give my kid the whole banana. Usually, I open it up and then cut it up. And then I put the banana chunks on a plate. I don't think he's ever actually like eaten a banana with the peel. Uh, anyway, Shinkirio says, ask Nibbles. Oh, Nibbles, the, the cat. 
Jay Plett says, unzip it from the side, but try not to eat too many because I need them to hide my rum from the customs officer. Fortimus says, the human way, but with my toes. And finally, Jordy says, do you guys open the banana? It seems we're pretty, pretty split on whether or not people eat bananas, whether they open them, eat them whole, actually open them, top them, I don't know. But thank you to Zulu for asking that amazing question. This week's community question is, if you could start a podcast, what would it be about? What are you passionate about? Tell me. I want to know what your podcast ideas are, and maybe that'll spark some inspiration for you to start it. If you want to answer this week's question, you can do so on the community question section on Spotify or the pinned comment on this YouTube video. Now it is time for the achievement of the week. Throwing it over to you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. It is now time for the achievement of the week. I am channeling my inner oxy when I tell you that the skilling section is beefy. I do have all this written down, so this should go a lot smoother than it has in the past when I've had to do Achievement of the Week. So, starting out with our skilling section, we have HOV with 99 Magic, White Wing with 99 Magic, and Antics with 99 Magic. Busco Beep, 99 Construction, as well as Jacob with 99 Construction, D Falconer, 99 Farming, Evasive Ebu with 99 Crafting. Uh, they also got 96 Agility, which puts them at 2,200 total. Love that. For Vitney, got 99 Cooking. Toaster Bath with 99 Agility. This one's fun because they posted their 99 Agility uh, with an IRL 99 Agility of them doing rock climbing. So they climbed up. They were bouldering. They got to the top of the obstacle and sent the 99 Agility. Amazing. Cole with 99 Smithing. Wanos with 99 Thieving. Gilligan, 99 Slayer. Elvish with their first 99 ever with 99 strength. Ryukasen with 99 attack and 99 defense. T-Pace with 99 range. Jake, AICSTP with 99 range. Trillo with another double 99. 99 range and 99 attack. And a massive shout out to Hoover Ken for his first 99 ever on any account. 99 strength. That is all the 99s. Now for the miscellaneous, we have some total level achievements. Blastoise with 2k total. Jaharis, also 2k total. Jamie, coming in with 80 million range XP. Furry Wall with 1,234,567,890. For everybody who can't count at home, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 0. That's incredible. <laughs> Along with that, we have Sibling, who did something similar, but in reverse, 765,432,109. 765 and finally, in our scaling section, we have not one, but two maxed accounts this week. Batfastered with 2277 total, and Jacob with 2277 total. Congratulations to you both. Welcome to the world of Maxed. It's amazing. Great feeling. I hope you have goals. You don't just burn out. Moving on to our combat section here. I am very, very sad to report. As of the time of recording this on Sunday, there are no fire capes. Maybe we'll have some next week. But we do have some achievements here in the combat section. 
We have Tyler T. Pace with his first ever gauntlet, as well as Nate Dog for his first gauntlet. Shout out to you both. Gauntlet is amazing content, and it's also very hard. So good job. 10,000 Slugs with their first Vorkath KC post quest, and X. Xerxes. I hope I'm saying that right, but it's X-E-R-X-E-S. Also with their first Vorkats KC post-quest. Amazing job. Next, we have Swain RS with his Missouri Crafting Kit. Congratulations on that. We have a couple medium combat achievements. Apparently Ghost and Root Tigger 35 both completed their medium combat achievements. We have Dean with his first solo 150 Deathless. TOA. Congratulations, Dean. Next, we have White Wing, who is making a second appearance on Achievement of the Week with their first ever Tob KC. Congratulations on the double, the double double? Yeah, the double double. Next, we have Gecko with their first ever Fazani's KC on their main account. White Smoke with their Fang Ornament Kit. And finally, as Oxy would like me to have the do. And finally, as Oxy would probably do, leaving this monumental one for last, we have Tankneek with their Infernal Cape. Congratulations, Tankneek. That is definitely not an easy feat. Moving on to our miscellaneous Damien, aka Damo, aka Defex, a mod in the clan. He got his first ever quest cape. Damo, congratulations, man. That's incredible. Next, we have Bat Fastard, another double double, making their second appearance after maxing. They got their achievement diary cape. Congratulations. Moving on, Soul with their Dragon Slayer 2 completion, Scotty with a Lumbridge Elite, and finally rounding out Achievement of the Week in the miscellaneous section, Clan Mom Caper. She completed the Wilderness Elite Diary. You guys are awesome. Keep doing awesome stuff. If you want to tell us about your awesome things, if you want to tell us about your awesome stuff, you can do so by joining our Discord, discord.gg slash OSRSTNL and post it in the Levels and Achievements chat in our Discord. We have a lot of awesome things going on there, but that's where we will be checking to give you a shout-out. Oxy will resume shout-outs next week, but for now, it is Michael signing off, and I'm going to toss you over to Michael and Carter for the fun question. Thanks, you guys, for listening, and I'll see you in a second. And we're back with Carter. For the uh, fun question section, thank you for listening to me solo talk about all the things we talk about every single week. We're on a little bit of a time crunch today with uh, Carter and I, so I had to do that separately. Yep. But we're back, and it's fun question time. <laughs> Carter, do you have a fun question for us this day? Yes, I have a fun question. Uh, Ooh! <laughs> let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually thought about it before, but it's been a while. Um, well, you know, we have so many pets in the game. There pretty much is a skilling pet for every skill, but not everyone. There are how many pets are there now? Like almost fifty. Fifty-two. Really? There's. Wow. Well, Let me look. Collection lock. Uh, other all pets. There's fifty-two pets. I think so the last time pets. I checked, it was like at forty-eight. <laughs> it's been a while. I know, right? <laughs> well, because we have Muspa, we have Toa, True. Guardians of the Rift, Nex. All of those are the most recent ones. True. So. <laughs> well. I think we could all agree everybody loves pets in the game. It's 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 actually a, kind of a flex. I actually just got the Irby pet just like hey. two days ago. And uh, it's fun. It's it's a fun surprise. You never really expect it. So I think it'd be cool if we got 
uh, pets for every skill in the game. So my question would be, if you could add a new scaling pet for a particular skill that does not have a pet, which skill would it be and what kind of pet would it be? Right. Okay. Shout out to Taco Ninja for this question from our fun questions section yeah. of the Discord. If you want to join the Discord and contribute a fun question, I think you actually have to be a patron. But if you want to send us a fun question, you can obviously do that many channels that I'll mention here in a second. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, go I'm going to give it up to you since you're the guest. <laughs> I'll let you go first. Okay. So there are skills that have pets and there are skills that don't. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do two. And these are going to be off the dome as always. The obvious one is cooking because obviously my favorite skill. <laughs> and I draw inspiration. This is actually taken exactly from what uh, one of the mods posted on Twitter. Jmods. It's a little crab with a, <laughs> with a, it's wearing like a cooking pot as a helmet. Oh, nice. And it just it like follows you around. <laughs> but that could be, that, that literally could be anything that you end up cooking. So like it could be a fish with a little cooking pot. Yeah. Or it could be, uh, it could be like a, an octopus, like a karambwan or something. Right. And it's carrying a spatula. Um, or it could be a little pie with legs. <laughs> That would be hella cute. The problem is, though, there's not really skills. There's not really pets attributed to skills that you can buy. So if they had a cooking pet, for instance, it would be the number one most popular and most obtained pet in the game. Mm -hmm. Unless they made it absolutely (laughs) bonkers rare. Yeah. (laughs) Like you had to go to like 50 million cooking XP even to get a chance. Um, and there's a lot of people who have gone to 50 million cooking XP. So like it wouldn't be outrageous, but like there's people who are already, I mean, if you look at the high scores, I want to say there's like close to 2000 people who have 200 million cooking XP. Yeah. That's insane. Like that's the most obtained 200 mil in the game. Right. By far. So a cooking pet might not be the most, uh, advantageous answer, but one that actually does have a pet that needs a rework is fishing. The fishing mm. pet is atrocious. It's not well thought out. It's the dumbest pet in the game. And if I get it, I don't even know if I'll put it in my POH. The heron is just, it doesn't make sense as a fishing pet to me. It would be, have been so much cooler. You know how the, the kraken, like, yeah, like it looks on, like it's in a, yeah. yeah, it's like a little puddle of water yeah. and how Zuck is like crawling yeah. and it looks like he's in lava. Yeah. Imagine you had a freaking shark and it was like swimming through the land yeah and his tail was going back and forth and like the, that'd be so much better just, right so like reworking an, an existing pet mm-hmm. make this make the fishing pet an actual fish gotcha even if it has to like jump on the land yeah. or something um it could have been a dolphin that like goes in and out of yeah in and out of the land and like swoops under and comes out just be really something good, yeah. better than a stupid heron. Because I hate that pet. <laughs> all my all my heart, I hate that pet. <laughs> uh, construction would be a neat one to have too. But again, that's another viable. Mm-hmm. Um, I I if we're reworking stuff in this, I'm sorry if I take your answer, but oh, like no. hunter, I think the fact that you can only do two methods in the entire game, and those are like two specific pets for one skill, yeah. is kind of ridiculous. Um, you can fish anything in the game and get the fishing pet. Yeah. 
But the fact that you can only get the chin pet or the Irby pet through those methods yeah. is dumb. Um, I never thought of I wish that. There was like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I wish there was like a standard hunter pet yeah. that you get from catching or mm-hmm. gaining hunter XP. And then there was the specialized, right. uh, specialized hunter pets. Right. That's one that I would rework. Gotcha. No, that's a good idea. And when you first started talking about cooking, um, the, I don't know why the first thing I thought of for a cooking pet would be like a little mouse, a little chef hat, like oh, ratatouille. That would be adorable. <laughs> that would be adorable. And then or like a rat with a, a chef. Like yeah. my other biggest pet peeve with pets is if they're too small. Mm-hmm. And so things like the TOA pets or the God Wars pets, those yeah. pets are ginormous. And they yeah. look like they're like mini versions of their bosses. Mm-hmm. Kraken is the worst example of a boss pet because it's so tiny. So tiny. Kraken is huge. <laughs> yeah. I'll get off my soapbox because I think it's your turn to answer. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I thought of the the problem that you said with uh, those kind of skills where it would have to be really rare, like the pet. You could either make it really rare or maybe make like, okay, if you hit 50 million XP or as soon as you hit 100 million XP, you get the pet as soon as you hit that. Oh. I don't know about that. Like a guarantee. Yeah, like but would you have to go to that? fifty kills? Right. So but like, I don't know. Do you get do you have to go to a hundred mil? Or does it is it a chance up until a hundred mil? And once you head on hundred mil, it's yours. Because it's kinda how it I is with make uh chompies. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Except for chompies, you don't have a chance until you get to a thousand. Right. And you complete the diary. So that's it, actually a really crazy one off pet. <laughs> like that and BA. Yeah. For those to be pets in the game yeah kind of weird oh yeah so this isn't a skill uh skilling i'm thinking of a combat skill for some reason so i'm thinking it'd be cool to have like a prayer pet so Ooh. like depending on the bone that you use to get your prayer xp up or insult oh. head you get a transmog version of that pet and if you want to change it let's say you did dragon bones you get a little dragon like ghost or something and if you want to get a transmog That'd you could so do cool. like uh, wyvern bones and maybe get the wyvern transmog. But no matter what oh. bone you get to get the pet, that's the first transmog you unlock. That would be incredible. Because <laughs> I'm just imagining like a, a spectral dragon yeah. floating or walking behind you. Oh my God. Yeah. And you can just I want get that it so bad. And there'd be so I many transmogs. So there might be only like a couple of them. Because like all the insult heads would probably be too much. <laughs> maybe just bones i don't know maybe yeah imagine a yeah. hydra transmog oh my gosh you could do a lot can with you that. imagine you get the hydra pet from killing hydra and then you and then you also are going for the spectral hydra bro so collect all the bones then you go that would be incredible <laughs> there's not many times on this podcast where i desperately want content that gets suggested <laughs> but that is one of them i want that so bad jmods if you're listening <laughs> carter just came up with the Number one update that should happen in 2023. To, to be honest, pets. I literally just thought about that, like, just right now. <laughs> That's so... Dude, I was just looking at the us. skills. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> they <laughs> they should like, pay us for Slayer? sure. <laughs> There's so many Slayer pets. Right, dude. What's, what That's about prayer? So crazy. <laughs> yeah. Prayer. Man. Because people talk about combat pets all the time. Like, uh, uh, like a sword that follows you if you get, you know, yeah. 99 attack. And in RS3, not to, you know exclude the rs3 listeners i know that a lot of the skills in rs3 have a pet mm-hmm. so yes there are yeah. pets for skills uh, we're talking old school runescape though so 
you can uh you can put your <laughs> comment to rest we understand that <laughs> there are pets for game for well, skills um, other than the ones in runescape if there's a prayer pet like that in rs3 i promise i didn't know <laughs> yeah well what is the i wonder what if there are i'm curious now um I'm not going to look it up because sometimes it's best to just let your curiosity <laughs> be gone with the wind. I, I, my wife and I say it all the time. One thing that we learned, I don't know if it was from like a TikTok or something, but it was like they asked elderly people, like, what is one piece of advice that you can give to younger generations? And one person said, sometimes you have to wonder without Googling. Mm. So just bring back the sense of, right. huh, I don't know. Yeah. And I don't need to know the answer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Wonder without Googling. Right. (laughs) Thank you so much, Taco Ninja, and thank you, Carter, for the question. If you guys want to ask us a fun question uh, that could potentially get read in a future episode, you can a couple different ways. You can email it to us. You can send us a postcard. (laughs) I would love to receive a postcard. I actually need to check (laughs) the P.O. box soon uh, because I have not. So there might be a postcard in there. Who knows? Um, you can email it to us, like I said. You can send us a postcard. You can post it on Discord. You can post it. Uh, if you're a patron, you can post it in the fun question section. Um, or you can just DM it to me, and I'll post it in there for you. So it's the end of the show, everyone. Thank you for sticking around this long. I'm going to give it to Carter to, uh, to tell us about the Lumberge Lounge, where we can find them, and then I'll close the show out. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the XP Waste. I'm a big fan. I think I started listening well over a year ago. I nice. listen to a lot of podcasts on uh, the tractor at work. I'm a farmer, so I, I don't like listening to music for much. So really been listening to a lot of you guys the past year. Uh, so yeah, thanks again. And if you guys yeah. want to listen to another podcast out there of RuneScape Topics, check out Lumberge Lounge. We, uh, like we mentioned, we don't upload every single week, but when there is one, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys. I'll be definitely listening in uh, the next podcast. Not this one, but <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. But I'll keep listening to the XP Waste. You guys are great. I love it. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. If you're listening on YouTube, go ahead and comment, like the video. And if you're there, you might as well subscribe. And if you're going to you know, subscribe to XP Waste, also subscribe to Lumberge Lounge. Um, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can rate us and follow us. And if you want to check out our merch, this is not our merch, as we stated, but <laughs> we do have some pretty cool merch, x2waste.shop. And if you want to join our Patreon, it's uh, patreon.com slash x2waste. Thank you so much, everyone, for making it this far in the podcast. We will see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>